Be the Good is all about people doing good in the world while following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I'm Kate Cherichello, and welcome to today's episode. If you are enjoying these stories, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much. You can also join our Facebook community under the group title, Be the Good with Kate Cherichello. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. Today's guest on Be the Good is Ryan Burnett. He is one of the founders of the Northside Boxing Gym in North Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's an incredible nonprofit with quite the mission. So I'm excited for you to hear from him. So Ryan, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. You bet. So please tell us more about who you are and what you do in your own words. Sure. Um, my name is, as you just said, is Ryan Burnett, and I, um, I am the founder and executive director of Northside Boxing Club. Uh, it's a nonprofit here in Minneapolis and in North Minneapolis, uh, which is regarded and unfortunately is the, the, the hardest hit neighborhood in our state for poverty, uh, for crime, for um, you know, <laughs> a food desert, for uh, generally just a lack of opportunity. Um, and so I'm, a, I'm the founder and executive director of the, the nonprofit that uh, I opened six years ago and um, was lucky enough to be able to, to bring on uh, a team of, of uh, two individuals to help run the gym by the name of Mohamed Kayongo and Phil Williams, who help out on the, on the, the day-to-day operations and are, are uh, former professional fight, uh, boxers in their in their own right. So I've uh, been able to assemble a good team to carry out our mission of of helping out the the inner city youth of of North Minneapolis and really just being a, a safe haven for them. Right, great. Ryan, tell us more about your background and your path to opening this gym. Because I know you have your hands on a lot of different pots with restaurants and real estate. So please tell us more about that. Sure. Um, yeah, my... My my uh, my first part of my career was was spent on uh, developing and, and building restaurants uh, here in Minneapolis, full service restaurants, uh, as well as now um, some fast casual. Um, so anything from um, Latin cuisine to Italian to steakhouses, and then and then fast casual uh, a salad spot. Um, so was able to start doing that. And, and all the while, um, realizing that, that, that business is, is, uh, pretty time consuming, selfish, it's selfish in the sense that it, it takes a lot of, uh, hours day and night that I was, um, able to start investing in some real estate. And so, um, uh, did the kind of the exact opposite of what people think the sexy part of restaurant business is, And that's, I got into self-storage and started doing some um, self-storage developments and bought some existing assets in um, some markets around the country and and been able to to build that business as well. So I'm I'm involved in um, real estate from the self-storage and a little bit of commercial as well as restaurants. And I'm still I'm still involved in the restaurants, um, but less um, less so on a day to day basis. I've, I've put good people in place to help me run those operations. Nice. So what was it that that made you say, I'm going to open a boxing gym? Yeah. So uh, after I played, 
I played tennis throughout college and uh, I got out of college and was always a boxing fan. Um, and to date myself, this is back in the days of uh, yellow pages. I, I, uh, I, I looked up a, a local boxing gym by the name of uppercut and went there and, and trained with some of the trainers there and fell in love with what the sport was and how challenging it was and, and what it, what it started to do for, you know, my overall disposition and got to see, in turn, when I'd go to these these fights and these bouts, uh, what it was doing for some of the youth that were getting involved and how good they were and how disciplined and how focused and how um, I think it translated to what they went on to do and, you know, in their daily life, um, as it did mine, it, it brought a whole different perspective. Um, boxing actually changed the way I, um, you know, took the, a particular discipline towards my life and the way I treated my body, et cetera. Um, and so, you know, and, and, and just, and getting it in the, in the sophomoric way that I did getting in that ring and getting hit a couple of times. And, and, you know, you have, you, there's a lot that you have to conquer before you even get in that ring. And then you have to try and figure out your opponent. It's the hardest sport I've ever done. And so I, I really started to respect much more those that took it to different levels all the way, call it the professional uh, that's how I got to know uh, Muhammad and Phil was I was I was fans of theirs here locally. They were two of the best uh, Minnesota boxers. And um, so I got, you know, really, really um, became um, very impressed with the overall, like the whole package you have to have for boxing. It's it's unlike any other sport that I've seen or been a part of. So, um, you know, fast forward to um, after after I'd been in boxing for a little bit, I wanted to do a program where my restaurants brought the food and I, I bring on the trainers. And, um, so a friend of mine went to the, to schools around town and, and recruited some kids and it was a summer program. Um, and I thought I'd be able to just kind of set up the funding and then stop by every once in a while, but I ended up being there, um, almost every day and actually making it kind of my office at different gyms around town. And, I got to see what it did for the camaraderie. Uh, I got to see what it did for the, just the, the kids, just general happiness. But, you know, I was also spending a lot of time driving to North Minneapolis, picking up the kids and bringing them to different gyms all the while realizing that there was no gym for them in North Minneapolis. So from there, um, one of the foundations that actually stepped up to, to give me the original funding for the summer program said, you need to check out this, uh, this, this spot here in North Minneapolis. It's right in the neighborhood. Um, it's where a lot of the kids are that you're picking them up. And, uh, on top of that, um, it's been vacant now for, for 12 years. So I went in and checked it out and it ended up being a 1949, uh, firehouse kind of like ghostbuster style, red doors, beautiful 10,500 square feet, big lot right in the neighborhood. Um, and the city had been trying to sell it for 12 years, but no one could do anything with it because of just the, the cost of bringing it back up to date. And, sure. um, it, it being in the neighborhood that it was, if it had that been in our, you know, uptown or downtown, it would have, it would have sold for immediately and it would have sold for a, a lot of money just based off of the building itself. So I was able to buy it from the city and I did a, um, a capital campaign to raise the money to change the guts of it or update the guts of it and uh, retrofit it and turn it into a boxing gym. And that was about seven and a half years ago. And it took me a uh, year and a half to actually raise the money and then build it. That's fantastic. And can I ask how many kids, families all have walked through the doors since then? 
Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> the, to- the total number is a lot. I mean, we average about 30 to 45 kids a night. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's busy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place of activity. It's a place of love yeah. and it's a place that um, I think has become kind of a beacon. You know, the, the building used to be a blight um, used to have, you know, uh, gunshot holes in it, graffiti, et cetera. Now it's a, uh, not, you know, now, now we, now it's considered a beacon in the neighborhood. And, and, you know, I, I think, you know, one part that I don't want to gloss over is the fact that we put out healthy, uh, healthy food every single night. That's huge. And that leads you right into the next question. Do you have any, I call them good news moments, stories of the youth that have come through those doors that you'd like to share? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of, of great stories. There's been a lot of heartbreak too. Um, but I, I, I would, you know, I guess, you know, without, without calling out or giving specific story, a specific story or calling out specific names, I just say, you know, there's, there's a, a young man that we opened the doors, uh, as I said, about it's now six and a half years ago, that he was one of the first ones to come through. Um, didn't really have much direction, um, didn't have a pathway and was not, you know, was not provided the right guidance in his family. In fact, it was quite the opposite. And now he's got a family. He's got someone, he's got not someone, he's got call it 30 of us that, that love him and show him unconditional love and support and changed his his outlook on life. I think it's, it's changed his trajectory in life. And, um, we hope that he will be turning pro here yet this, this year. Um, and, um, I, I, I hope, you know, this is, you know, my, my hope is that this gym, um, we're, we're just the first generation of it, that he will then become the leader of the second generation and then continue to breathe that forward. That's, that's amazing. Wow. And are there any mantras, quotes, sayings that you find yourself repeating to the people you work with and the kids? Move is one. Move is one. Um, and as Phil, Phil, the, 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 one of the leaders of the gym, another one that he always says is each one, teach one. So if, if, if each one of the, of these young men and women can teach, teach one, we're going to, we're going to make that community a better spot, not only in our four walls, but elsewhere up there move is one that one that one obviously kind of speaks for itself but we that one's very important that no matter what we do we do it together and and we have each other's back I love that do you find all ages at the gym is there is there a certain segment of ages that you work with there we start as young as as eight years old and you know you're not going to grow out of the program like some of the some of the youth that are there now are that came in are now 23, 24. Um, and they're, they're just kind of, they're taking the, the organic leadership roles in that gym. So, um, yeah, eight to however long they want to be there and however long we can, we can keep them there. Excellent. Excellent. So Ryan, I have to ask if someone came to you and they wanted to make a difference in their own community, but they just didn't know where to start. Is there anything you'd say to them? You know, I, for me, I, what, what brought me to, to where we are now, um, is momentum. You know, I, I was able to, I, I started with led with my heart and, um, surrounded myself with people who, um, 
not the the beautiful part about what Northside is um, is it's there's there, it's not about money. It's not about it's not about any of the ulterior motives that will be a part of a you know a traditional business or anything like that. It's all based off of the right principles and heart. And um, when when I started it, it, my intention was pure, and uh, I didn't know where. I had no idea where it was going to go, but I I kind of let nature take its course as long as I was being honest and true to what I I I thought that was needed up there, and I also knew my blind sides of what I um, you know what I needed as far as partners and and their strengths to help you know pick up where I necessarily didn't know. So I partnered with the right people, and um, I followed my heart. Right. Absolutely. I always loved someone a long time ago. I heard him say, it's not that it's that unique of a phrase, but the idea of you don't have to know everything, but you just have to hire everybody else who does, you know, and so all together you end up making it work. So that's wonderful to hear. Ryan, I have to ask one more question that came to mind. Is there anything that has been a surprise or should I rephrase that into be what's the biggest surprise that you found since starting this boxing club? I, I would say um, that I, I, now, I now have, and, and we all have um, a family, you know, some, some, some of the, some of our group, our core didn't really have a family prior to, or they, they'd lost some of their family. Um, but, now I, I have, I truly, we all consider ourselves a family. Um, and I had no idea that I'd be, um, it'd be this deep and that it would, it would be as fulfilling as it is for me. You know, every time I leave that gym, I feel more fulfilled, um, each, each day that I go there. So I, I, I didn't realize that, that, um, the biggest surprise was that, that it, it opened up a part of my heart that I didn't know existed. It's so wonderful to hear. Ryan, where can people find you, follow you, and the gym? Uh, yeah, our, our website uh, is northsideboxing.org. Um, my email is ryan at northsideboxing.org. Great, great. Ryan, thank you so much for your time today, and thanks so much for what you're doing in Minneapolis. Kate, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to chat with me. Thanks so much for listening to Be the Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.